Welcome back to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya and I want to thank you so much for listening and for subscribing. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Prayer is Breathing. You can also follow us on Facebook at Prayer is Breathing as well. So today I'm going to jump right in and talk to you about three ways to guard against deception. So the Bible tells us so many times to watch and to pray. It's important that we are intentional in this hour about seeking the Lord and being led by the Holy Spirit because he is the spirit of truth and he will lead us and guide us into all truth, the Bible says. And so we understand that certain things will happen in the last days and Matthew chapter 24 verse 24 says for false Christ and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive if possible, even the elect. So it says if possible. So I want to talk to you about that possibility and us avoiding the deception. So first way to avoid deception is to love the truth. Okay, we have to love the truth. I love this passage in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and right into verse 11. It says, and for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now, this is so good because verse nine says the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs and lying wonders. So we see that again. Don't be discouraged. I'm going to get to the good part. All right. Verse 10 says, and with all unrighteousness, deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they may be saved. So what does this mean? This means that if you avoid the truth, if you do not receive the truth, you are prone to deception. Why is this important? Because the truth is sometimes not what we want to hear. The truth is often something that uh, will grab our attention. The truth causes us to change our ways, right? When we really understand the truth, God may speak some things to our hearts and we have to repent. We have to walk in truth. And the truth is sometimes uncomfortable. So the Bible talks about a people who did not love the truth. And the response to that was they were turned over to strong delusions. And so we have to constantly pray for the Holy Spirit to search our hearts, to guide our hearts. And we have to be open to the truth. One of the most powerful lessons that someone taught me was to pray for a hatred for sin, because sometimes we entertain sin and we really hold on to it, right? Even though we say we, we don't like it, we hold on to it, but we have to get to a place where we love the things that God loves and we hate the things that God hates. And this way we can walk in truth and the truth will not offend us because we are open to the truth. And sometimes just by nature, the truth can be hard. The truth can be offensive, especially to our flesh when we don't want to submit to the things of the spirit. However, you understand that whom the Lord loves, 
he chastens. So we don't have to run away from correction. We don't have to run away from rebuke. We simply have to go to the Lord and say, God, my heart is open to the truth, not my own truth, not what I want to be right, but the truth of your word, the truth of what you're saying, the truth about how you feel about sin, the truth about your heart. And so we begin to pray and ask God to open our eyes. Even if it's uncomfortable, we ask God to show us any areas in our hearts that's not like him. We allow God to purge us. We allow God to cleanse us. We allow God to go into the deepest areas of our lives. And we say, God, we want your truth. We want you, Holy Spirit, to lead us and to guide us into all truth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That is such a safe place when we are walking in the truth. The Bible talks so much about that. And then also the second way to guard against deception is to have a repentant heart. So when God comes to you and he reveals the truth to you, be willing to repent, be willing to say, God, I was wrong. Be willing to turn and to change. And so in this hour, we have to be careful to walk after the Lord, to not walk after our flesh. We have to have a heart of repentance. One of the most powerful examples is the story of David, where David fell into sin with Bathsheba and the prophet Nathan came to correct him and to rebuke him. And if you study that story in that passage, David um, repented of his sin. He re realized that he was wrong and he allowed the Lord to deal with him and to work in his heart. And so you'll have to look that passage up. But I promise you it's in there. And so what happens when we receive the truth, the truth brings forth change in our lives. The truth brings forth change in our perspective and how we see things because we see things based upon the truth. And so, so many times Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. And he was not talking about physical hearing, but he was talking about being able to hear in the spirit, being able to hear what God is saying. And so, of course, we know that if we walk in iniquity and we're holding on to things that clouds our judgment, that clouds our ability to properly hear from God. And so we have to walk in a place where we ask God to purify our hearts. Psalms talks about who will ascend into the hill of the Lord. He who has clean hands and a pure heart and has not lifted up his soul to idols. And so when we walk in a place of repentance, we're able to see the Lord. We're able to go deeper. We're able to have the Holy Spirit reveal the truth to us. And we love the truth because the truth uh, sets us free, right? So it's the truth that sets us free and free indeed. So you don't have to shy away from the truth. Also, you don't have to lean to your own truth. You have to stand on the word of God, even when it comes to very heavy issues and sin and all these different things. It's not our opinion of what we feel is right or wrong, but it is simply the word of God. And the word of God is all that matters. That's the only thing that goes when it comes to the Lord. And so we have to really pray that God will give us hearts of repentance in this hour, that we will begin to see the glory of the Lord, the power of God. And Joel chapter two talks about this as well. It talks about rending our hearts 
and not just our garments, not just what's on the outward appearance, but we begin to rend our hearts. We begin to tear our hearts and be repented before the Lord. And that will help us to not uh, go against the truth of what God is saying. So the third way to guard your heart against deception is to pray and to fast and to seek the Lord. I'm going to just tally that all into one point that as you live a prayerful life, as you are in communion with the Holy Spirit, just by being in communion with the Lord, you are walking in truth. God will begin to reveal things to you that you would not know. And so that's why it's so critical to have a prayer life. It's so critical to have discernment. It's so critical to pray even for God to open your eyes. And we see that in the story with the prophet Elisha. He prayed for God to open the eyes of his servant. So we see this also in Second Kings chapter six, verse 16. It says, so he answered, do not fear for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. And so they were in a time of battle and his servant was so fearful. His servant was so afraid. And so in this hour, we have to ask the Lord to open our eyes. And he does that in prayer so that we don't have to live in fear of anything. We don't have to live in fear of deception. We don't have to live in fear um, of everything going on with the pandemic. But when we are in God's face, we're in his presence, we're seeking the Lord. He begins to open up our eyes in such a new way. So many examples in the Bible, even with Joseph, when they were pregnant, when they had Jesus, the son, there was an angel that woke him up and told him, do not go back to Herod because Herod seeks to destroy the child. And so when we move in prayer and and discernment, God will begin to give us wisdom. God will begin to show us what we need to do, where we need to go, who we need to speak to, who we don't need to share everything with. God will open our eyes to see the things that we cannot see naturally. And in doing that, he guards us. He helps us to guard our heart against deception and all the things that uh, will take place in the end times. So my prayer is that you are encouraged, that you continue to pray, that you are watching, that you are praying, that you understand how much God loves you, how much God wants to keep you. It's his goodness that leads us to repentance and his will is that none should perish. And that as we are in his arms and in his presence, the Bible says that the the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run in and they are safe. And so there is safety. I don't want you to fear anything in this hour. We just have to stand on the word of God and we have to be led by the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth. So those are just three ways to guard against deception. One is pray for a love for the truth so that your heart is not biased. You're not going to the Lord already looking for a specific answer, but you say, God, reveal your truth to me. And there's a scripture in Psalms 119, and it talks about the word of the Lord being hidden in our hearts. And that's in Psalm 119 verse 11. It says, your word I have hidden in my heart 
that I might not sin against you. So that's a good verse. It's a very powerful verse to hold on to when we're standing on the word of God. Second way to guard against deception is to be repented. Allow the Lord to correct you, to show you and to guide you and just have a repented heart. The third way is through prayer, fasting, and seeking the Lord. (laughs) So maybe that's five points altogether, but those three, prayer, fasting, seeking the Lord, that really does go hand in hand. And so just be encouraged in this hour to walk by faith and to stay in the presence of God. God, I just thank you for each and every person that is listening. I thank you, God, that you have not left us alone, but you sent your spirit, God, to lead us and to guide us in all truth. And so, Holy Spirit, we welcome you in our lives. We welcome you in our hearts. We ask you to search us, to find anything that's not like you and to take it away. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your peace that surpasses all understanding to guard our hearts and our our minds in Christ Jesus. Thank you for going before us. Thank you for showing us the way. Thank you for your guidance and your communion. Oh God, we thank you right now for everything that you are to us, that you will never leave us. You will never forsake us. God, thank you for this army that you are rising up, raising up, that will stand for you in this hour. God, that we will not bow down to the ways of this world. We will not conform to this world, but we will stand on your truth, your law, your righteousness. God, your word says holiness without which none shall see the Lord. And so no matter what culture tries to bring our way, we know that your word stands firm and your word is not changing and you're not changing with culture. So we can stand on your word. We can stand on your truth. God, you are our foundation. You are our everything. We yield completely and totally to you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory be unto God. And so we thank the Lord that he will keep us and guard us from deception. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune back in next week. Also, if you need any prayer apparel, you can check out www.awakechristianclothing.com. You can also follow Awake Christian Clothing on Instagram as well. Also, I'm excited to host another three week online course. Um, This course will be very powerful. It will include some one-on-one individualized coaching and stay tuned. Registration will be open very soon. You can find out more on our social media pages. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Be victorious. Have an awesome week.